You're listening to Glasgow Food Chat. Join us every second week as we bring you the latest and best from the city's food scene. Today... You spend enough time in Duke Street and East End and you, you just know your neighbours, whether you have a choice in it or not. Glasgow is one of these, it's one of these slightly smaller cities where when you really get down to it, it turns out everybody knows everybody. So I think like people are really good at getting behind each other. Good afternoon, Glasgow, and welcome back to another episode of Glasgow Food Chat. I'm Sarah Campbell, a reporter for the Glasgow Times. Uh, we're missing Paul Trainer of the Glasgowists today. I'm sure we'll miss him dearly, um, but he will be back next week, we hope. But making up for it, I am joined for some fantastic guests, because today it's all about the east end of Glasgow and Deniston, then maybe further afield. That's one thing I'm really excited, because personally, I've always been a Southsider. I've not really known the east end well, so I feel like I've got some real heavyweights to to teach us a bit about it today. We've got Maria from Andina Coffee, we've got Daryl from Baked Pizza, and Niall from East Coffee Company. So yeah, I think the aim for today is just to find out a bit more about the neighbourhood. As I say, it's one of these ones for food and drink especially, really exciting, always seems to crop up. And you do have the title of the coolest neighbourhood. I don't know if it still stands, but (laughs) I feel like that's quite a claim to fame. So yeah, I guess... I'd love to hear a bit more about what you guys do within the neighbourhood. So maybe if we start with now, do you want to tell us a wee bit about East Coffee? Yeah, sure. Uh, we've been there since 2018. We started roasting our own coffee uh, in 2019. We've been kind of in the brunch kind of scene for uh, for the East End. Kind of we've definitely maybe there before a few a few other. People that have recently kind of added, uh, like, messes now there, which is really good. They do fantastic brunches. Maria from Andina uh, bakes. You guys are doing a storm. But, uh, yeah, no, we specialise in basically coffee, uh, bagels at the moment, and pies, because everything's kind of changed about with uh, COVID. But, yeah, that's kind of a brief summary of what we've been doing. Yeah, I did come across some some pictures of your pies the other day, and they look <laughs> pretty decent. <laughs> they look oh, that's <laughs> yeah. the only one that was... Yeah, they, they they go down a storm for sure. Uh, only in Glasgow, I think outside of Glasgow, they're not much known a macaroni pie. <laughs> it's a delicacy for sure. I think Glasgow <laughs> yeah. knows how to appreciate a pie. If there's one thing to be so said for, for sure. us. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Oh, and well, carbs on carbs, and I guess from pie to pizza. Daryl, do you want to tell us a wee bit about baked? Yeah, so um, we're a similar situation. We started in 2018, uh, and we've been here since then, making Roman-style sheep and pizza. Um, and yeah, we've also been working all the way through the pandemic, along with everybody else in Deniston. And um, yeah, it's been it's been really good to see like everyone like pulling together. There's a big like community spirit in the area, and yeah, it's it's super nice, and like we're super happy to be a part of that. And then Maria, you've got quite an individual take because you're all about Colombian coffee, I believe, which is really <laughs> exciting. I'd love to hear a bit more about what that's like, how you feel in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I opened Andina uh, one and a half years ago. So it was right in the middle of the pandemic, um, which is, I mean, it was challenging, but it's been um, quite good. Um, we specialize in Colombian coffee. Uh, I think different from majority of coffee shops here we roast at origin so we are like my idea is just to give a bit more to Colombia and the Colombian farmers and just uh, like have the whole chain over there I work direct with a cooperative um, my cousin and it's just like a, 
a very close um, relationship with the whole uh, chain. So yeah, we bring coffee direct, roasted over there. Um, we were doing a Colombian food, uh, then restrictions and that were a bit tighter, so we stopped, but hoping to bring a little bit back again very soon. Oh, amazing. And what kind of Colombian food? What's the kind of the natural dishes? Um, so at the time we were doing arepas, that is, people were describing it like a hybrid between bread and a pancake. Um, it's made with corn flour. Uh, they were gluten-free and it's just like a wee circular thing that we used to fill with chicken or meat or plantain. I guess Colombian recipes. Um, I was actually very well liked by everyone but the problem was that when the restrictions happened um we couldn't serve it in the place it was just takeaway and they are just not as good like you need to eat it right away speaking of lockdown guys i mean you must have kind of experienced because we talk about this quite often Glasgow has quite distinct neighborhoods for food and drink anyway but i think lockdown really kind of sealed the deal with that where people were shopping locally or maybe getting a coffee was their only outing during the day or they'd see yourselves and you kind of form a relationship with people how did you guys find it during that tough time yes uh, we all we all probably just coped with it and did what we did at the uh what we seen fit at the time but because uh i think for east we we took it basically when it all first started uh, when lockdown happened tw- early 2020 we just shut shop basically after mm-hmm. one weekend where, where everyone everything was up in the air so we, sh- we basically closed for a solid two months, I think, before we even thought about how we we're going to run a business again in this environment. But um, we just stuck to takeaway. Just, it was kind of like a fail-safe, and we've done it ever since. It's been a lot of times where the rules have changed, and we could have like rejigged the shop to have tables sitting in again, but we just chose to stick to takeaway and we still still are doing takeaway only, but we've got a lot of seats outside and stuff, uh, canopy and people have kind of, it's allowed us to do better takeaway options for us, so it's kind of remodeled uh, how we operate East for sure, but I mean, Daryl, I know you've like totally changed your shop um, now you've got seats again in it, which is pretty cool, but um, <laughs> <laughs> still yeah. got like restrictions on that uh, but that's how we did it at East is, you know, yeah cool. live from the scene is Daryl with the seats you can see it in action <laughs> which is really cool but yeah. I wonder Daryl could you even take tell us a wee bit more about your pizzas because one thing I see quite often is um people will be at the necropolis or something and they'll have picked up some of your wee pizza slices that look ideal for takeaway so how's that been for you do you think it suits you quite well yeah, we, uh, we were we were quite lucky in some respects that like before COVID, um, we were always quite busy in the store, um, so we'd never really been able to expand into takeaway. So in a way, this whole situation kind of like forced us to get into that side of things and start working with the delivery companies and stuff. Um, I mean, it's not all great when it comes to working with these sort of like third parties like uber and deliveroo but um i think like it's it's taught us a lot and like we're kind of just grateful that we've been able to like maintain the relationship with all of the customers it's been quite sad serving everyone through the hatch for two years but like we're just so happy that people are still coming down and like even if it even if it was through the hatch for for a good while um like we've still been able to see everyone and like it, it, it's 
nice to like keep that sense of community with like your customers and stuff. Um, but it's definitely been a, a lot of trials and tribulations along the way with all the restrictions, and I don't think it's been easy for anyone. Um, but looking back on it all, like I'm super happy that we're all still here and that still doing really good as a destination for food and drink, you know. Definitely. And then, Maria, you were saying, obviously, you kind of opened right in the thick of everything (laughs) with lockdown. But I wonder as well, kind of starting somewhere in Glasgow, uh, when you're not from here originally, how did you find that? Or how did you find Denison? Do you think you got on well because the neighbourhood were quite welcoming? Or how have you found it? Yeah, I think I landed in the right place. (laughs) It's people are really welcoming and majority of them are like very interested in how it's in Colombia and they want to come to the shop and talk about the weather and the people and the food that we have over there in fact like at the beginning we had a small bar area and the idea was to have just a wee small place there but then we started seeing that people wanted like just to come sometimes and stand there and talk to you about oh and how is this and how is that and like ask you a lot of questions so we were like oh let's just do a bigger bar area so we can grow like have more people around there and we just talk with them um but people are definitely so welcoming and they are very very interested like in our culture i don't know if it's maybe because of the lack of south american places in glasgow mm-hmm. uh, that they are really interested on in knowing a bit more and knowing about the coffee and what we do so it's it's nice to get like that vibe from people in deniston I'd imagine it's a bit more grey than Colombia, though, to be honest. As yeah. lovely as Deniston is, <laughs> I feel like the weather yeah. doesn't compare. You feel even harder in January. I don't know what it is, but you get a bit more like, oh, I wish I was home. <laughs> oh, no, I feel that for sure. So what do you think it is? Does anyone know, like yourselves personally, do you spend a lot of time in Deniston or are there any food places that you think kind of make Deniston great? Or where would you go for a drink or what's the kind of vibe? that you would describe for Deniston? I don't know if maybe Niall or Daryl wants to head with that, if you guys are kind of the, the heavyweights from the scene. Um, well, me personally, um, I live in Tradeston now, but prior prior to this, I did live in Deniston for about two years. Um, and the, the thing that strikes me that's really nice about it is um, a lot of the stuff is really concentrated around Duke Street um, and you've got the necropolis as well. So it's... It's a great space to come and kind of meander through. Um, you're either going to end up in the necropolis or um, even at the, the park on the other side, Alexandra Park. Um, so it, it, it's a really nice area. There's lots of bars in between as well. So it's it, it's a good place to come and spend like the evening or the afternoon and, and visit a few places if you can. And just a wee question for you there from one of our viewers, Sarah, thanks for asking. She's asking, Daryl, is your shop on Duke Street? Think I've passed it, never tried your pizza. You should try their pizza. It's great. Yeah, so we we are on Duke Street, right next to the Tenants Brewery. So we're the first thing that you see when you come out of the brewery tour. So we're right there. <laughs> no, that seems like it's a good connection. I don't know if that was on purpose, but I feel like if you're coming out of brewery tour, a good slice of pizza is what you need. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And what about yourself, Niall? What would you, if you were recommending somebody spends a day in Deniston, what do you think is the best way to spend it? Yeah, I mean, uh, pick a sunny day for starts. Uh, <laughs> and then if it's on the weekend, you should probably head in from town, go down Gallowgate through the Barras. The Barras is a pretty good introduction into what the East End is about, which is 
very Glasgow. There's uh, a very Glasgow kind of old school scene around the barras and you know, some of it's a uh, bit suspect, but it's charming all the same. Uh, and then if you carry on up, like Duke uh, Street, it's just like basically the next street up. So you get into Deniston pretty quick and Deniston's like pretty old school. Not There's, there's not a huge amount of streets left in Glasgow where there's shops running down all both sides. Uh, it's like as long as Duke Street, you get pockets in the south side and and you also got pockets in the, the West End like Bars Road as well. But the East End's version of that is very much Duke Street. So if you're coming down, I mean, well, if you're in the Barras as well, you can go to places like Gate. Uh, the Gate is really good for evening drinks uh, before if you're going over to do see a show at the Barra Lands itself, which is a pretty renowned venue. And then, yeah, in Deniston, there's a lot of uh, what I would call old man bars, which are pretty... Uh, Charming, so it's definitely Love an old man bar. <laughs> exactly, it's uh, kind of a staple in Glasgow. To yeah, I mean, everyone's got their local favourite old man bar for sure. Um, but yeah, the food seems great. It's uh, all pretty small venues doing pretty incredible stuff. So it's uh, just having a wander about and having a look. And in Necropolis, which is uh, what Daryl mentioned, is definitely a favourite. You go up to the top of that, and you can kind of see all over the East End and the city centre. And the cathedral is pretty amazing as well. So, yeah, it's just good to see all the, the chimney pots, all the houses, the old tenement flats, the drives. You know, it's pretty charming. So, yeah, it's definitely worth a wee wonder. You'll find out. No, definitely. And Salentanos I've been to as well recently, Cathedral House, they opened this year, which, yeah, a real good one. I don't know if you guys have been, but it's, yeah, I really enjoyed that. It's great. Oh, no, sure. definitely. And I wonder, because I... Do you speak to obviously quite a few people that have uh, businesses in Deniston? And one that kind of stuck with me, although I think her shop is maybe more uh, Hag Hill End, was um, Jackie from Full Circle Bakes. She said something really interesting uh, about Deniston kind of being almost like you said, Niall, quite old school. And they don't really do so much like, you know, fancy. It's a good, hearty kind of Glasgow. Do you think that's quite distinct to you guys? Do you think it's kind of a throwback to older days in Glasgow when people kind of we're heart, after heartier kind of fair or an old man's pub or how do you feel about it i, don't know, I would probably put it down to more uh just a pretty old school scotch mentality and glaswegian it's willing, willing yeah willing to say anything and with a bit <laughs> of cheek uh, and get away with it and that's always the game is having a laugh with uh, your neighbors and all that but it's all genuinely uh kind-hearted and it's uh, like you spend enough time in Duke Street and the East End, and you'll you'll just know your neighbours, whether you have a choice in it or not. You'll uh, they'll they'll tell you, or they'll ask you uh, exactly what's going on, and like try and get a bit out of you. And I think that's just an old mentality of Glasgow because the East End's kind of yeah, it's definitely it's not as uh, you know it's not as diverse as other parts of Glasgow, um, which which is just what it is. It's like just Proper a bit Glasgow. different when it's old, yeah, yeah. old Glasgow. It's, um, you know, like in the West End, you've got uh, like uh, all the Indian restaurants and stuff. And I feel like a lot of Indians have grown up uh, who, who were from originally in India, grew up there in the 60s and stuff. So they, it's kind of a different diversity there. But uh, there's definitely more uh, Italians maybe in the East End, old school Italians. That's like places like Coyes is kind of mm. an example of that. But that's uh, definitely quite a while ago since we've 
like it's Celtic Park, you know, it's, it's just, it's so Irish, it's, you know, Scottish Irish, it's, uh, and traditionally the East End of any city in the UK is kind of more working class just from, uh, back from how it was set up back in the Victorian days, but, but yeah, I think uh, it's just quite honest, I think we find Oh no, definitely, or gallus, I heard someone say the other day, a good word, a good Glasgow word. But then I wonder, that's quite exciting, Maria, if Nyla Singh, you know, there maybe it wasn't traditionally as much diversity, although that's obviously changing now. You can kind of see even uh, like Duke Street itself is diversifying so much. But you're kind of at the forefront of that, I guess, with Andina. Or how have you found it? Has it been quite a culture shock or what's the kind of what do you like to do in Deniston? How's your idea of it? Well, I really feel like it's proper, proper Glasgow. Um, mm. At the beginning, it was a bit challenging for me because of the Probably accent the that accent. I was getting. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I had to ask so many times, even when people were asking me just for a latte, I was like, what, what, what? I just didn't get it. And they were just pointing, and I was like, all right, a latte. Um, but I don't know. I just think that there is a bit of everything. And I think that people... Are really open to to new things, um, and I say, as I said before, they are just very welcoming. Um, I just find that there is everything to do over there, and I don't know because if it's, I, I'm always with my two dogs, and I go around walks in Deniston with them. Um, and something that I really like is that majority of pet places are pet friendly, so I can just jump anywhere with my two huskies um, in 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 the East End and. I think I'm, I'm always around in the area. Um, we are always like going to St. Luke's all the time with the dogs. I think we go like three, four times a week um, because it's just a nice vibe, a nice, I don't know, like a nice atmosphere around it. And as Neil was saying, like just walking about and seeing the nice tournaments and that, it's just quite, I don't know, charming. Very nice. And <laughs> also I kind of noticed that um, there is quite a common theme within Denison as well, although some of the people that you partner with, I think, are maybe outside of the East End. But Glasgow in general seems to be really good at supporting each other hospitality businesses. I guess that's maybe because it's more small scale, there's less chains, it's independent. But is it important to you all in your work to kind of be keeping up with these collaborations? Because I see like um, Niall, you work with them, um, or you do a lot of zero waste stuff. And then Maria, you have Three Sisters Bakes. How do you find that? Or do you think Glasgow is a great uh, city for people supporting each other in that way? I think everyone gets behind it pretty quick. I mean, Daryl, you, you've worked uh, across Glasgow and I feel like you, you definitely brought a lot of people onto Duke Street when you opened it, you know, because you've got so many pals everywhere, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for me, like, Hellfruit Street was a real, like, micro, like, community because it's just... You know, you've got 12 shops on either side, maybe, maybe not even as much. Um, and zero, zero waste was like great to us because when the pandemic happened, we weren't uh, comfortable with opening slash weren't allowed at certain points. But if uh, uh, some, some of the supermarkets are still able to function and zero waste is, you know, a grocery shop. Uh, uh, so they were doing pickup uh, coffee beans. So we'd drop off orders at zero waste and they would click and collect from our website and pick it up at zero waste. And, you know, that was a really nice thing. They completely did it out of their, like, out of their own hearts and didn't, didn't ask for anything in exchange, you know. Um, so the, the, things like that were great. And um, um, Gail, 
uh, from uh, the foresters uh, around the corner. She's always just dropping off flowers left, right, and centre, just we cut offs from big orders and stuff, and oh, we just swap it for some espressos and or whatever, um, you know. So there's always like that, and the tailor shop across the road in Hillfoot Street as well is, you know, always uh, there's always a bit of bartering going on, you could say. <laughs> I love sure that though, and I love that attitude. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's neighborhood. Oh man, and Daryl, that's think, an Darryl? interesting claim. Yeah, do you think? Do you feel like you're a veteran of the street? Because that kind of sounds like you you have the run of the place. The way yeah, Niall's well, talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well a, a little bit, but I think I, I've lived here my whole life. So I think Glasgow is one of these. Uh, it's, it's one of these slightly smaller cities where, when you really get down to it, it turns out everybody knows everybody. So I think I think like people are really good at getting behind each other here, and like it's always. It's always nice to like kind of see the reception for something you're doing, or if it, if there's something you're working for. That like, yeah, there's a great sense of like support in Glasgow. I guess because it is quite a small city, um, you know, every, everyone sort of knows each other, so so things get around quickly here. I guess. And Maria, I guess you find that as again like one of the newer businesses that we've been chatting to. Uh, and as I say, it looks really exciting, your partnerships with for baking and stuff, when you're not really able to do uh, your fabulous Colombian cooking yourself as of yet. Have you enjoyed kind of getting to know people on the scene or how have you found it? Oh, so much. Um, it's it's nice because, yeah, I'm, I'm starting like a new um, venture in my life, but it's a bit more difficult because I'm in another country. And at the beginning, I was a bit scared of how that was going to work. Uh, but people here are just very helpful and open to open. Sometimes if like we can't do partnerships, they are more than happy to just give you advice on how to do things. And that's just something that actually gets like into me because you wouldn't expect people being so nice. About, you know what, just do this in your business or try this sort of thing and it'll work. So that's very nice. Yeah, do you know, I think for... A city that has so many fantastic food places and it should be so competitive or like you would think it would be that way. I think maybe that's part of Glasgow's success is there's not really any kind of that. Like people will gladly big up another business as much as their own, which is really yeah. lovely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we all, maybe we uh, speak for, for myself, but I think a general attitude I get is like everyone's keen for everyone to do well because it brings up the whole of Glasgow and like uh, people live here really want to bring Glasgow up because they know how much it's worth to them and uh, as a yeah, community you know the music scene like uh, the art scenes and all sorts of stuff's going on in the background and food's just one small element of it but it really kind of is a place for everyone to from all backgrounds to kind of join in together and you know share their experiences or like things about Glasgow and like support the community of you know things happening because that's quite an interesting point as well even going away from food and drink just Glasgow in general Denison seems to kind of breed again I guess maybe one of these ones where it was maybe cheaper prices for students or whatever but there seems to always be a new band from Deniston or kind of new artists and stuff in that side of the city it's quite an exciting wee hub for Glasgow I think the East End don't know about you guys if you noticed that you've got everything there like you can find from the pound shop to Bilson 11, that it's just that fancy place. Like you can find absolutely everything. I think that's quite um, amazing to find in such a small area of the city. 
That's been super exciting talking about the East End. But what we like to do uh, on Glasgow Food Chat is we have our signature quickfire questions, which, again, aren't as scary as they sound. And honestly, your answers can be as stupid as you like, because sometimes they are. Someone asked my favourite food and I told them it was bread, which is great for a food and drink writer. Just being like straight up. Didn't even specify that it was like nice bread. It could have been Hovis. They'd never know. But anyway, I wonder even just to start off, and if anybody wants to jump in, because I'd like to hear from all of these, do you guys have an idea of food hell? Is there one ingredient, for a lot of people it's like coriander, or say even if someone didn't serve you food on a plate, because I know that was a thing for a while, you don't see so much of it. What would put you off a dish? What would you never order? Peppers. Um, peppers. What was that? Peppers <laughs> like, yeah, like bell peppers? Yeah. Can't. Peppers. Oh, what? Yeah. And is it's it a texture thing? Is it... Everything in Glasgow has peppers, so I'm always like... <laughs> <laughs> that was probably half the reason for that. <laughs> yeah, the battle's sweating. He's like looking at his menu. <laughs> but what about, I mean, chilies, I guess. You're okay with chilies, it's just peppers, like red peppers, any peppers? Just uh-huh. red pepper, green pepper, <laughs> yellow pepper. Uh-huh. I love chilies. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I like how I you mean, came out me, as I well, straight out. with that. <laughs> I generally eat anything, but I think Marmite's where it's all like. You don't like Marmite? No. There was a recipe I saw recently and it was like Marmite spaghetti where it was literally just a huge knob of butter and Marmite on spaghetti. And personally, (laughs) I think that sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly not. An interesting one. What about you, Daryl? What's your your no-go? Oh, mine's very personal. It's not... uh... (laughs) not that everyone doesn't have to like this but i don't i don't like satan <laughs> oh, like, wow. oh no i don't like it. <laughs> it me. I, don't, I don't understand it <laughs> oh, well that's interesting because you guys have obviously quite a lot of veggie and vegan options for your pizza as well is it fake meat in general or are you just not a satan person yeah we i mean we do loads i, I actually eat loads of loads of vegan food in my normal everyday diet um, but it's the it's the fake meat that scares me. I don't understand it. I can I can kind of get on board with that. Satan yeah, is a giant ball of gluten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I like vegetables. I don't need to eat <laughs> totally. <laughs> I mean, you can argue bread's the same, but it's a bit different. Yes. Yeah. But at least bread, it, do you know, it starts off as flour, and it's kind of recognisable. Whereas oh, yeah. Satan, the no, process it's... for it is terrifying. It turns into like. <laughs> To be fair, I do eat it. Well, very interesting. And I wonder on a more positive note, and this is quite interesting, especially now as we were talking about pies and that being an absolute comfort food in Glasgow. I wonder, do you guys have something, maybe even Glasgow specific, a comfort food like we talk quite often about people stopping off at Blue Lagoon after a night out on Sockey Hall Street? Or is there like a nostalgic dish, a comfort food dish from Glasgow that you can think of that you guys like? It's got to be curry. Glasgow's just mm. curry, you know, uh, particularly like a decent, like uh, there's a few places in the West End, you can go to Mother India or you can go to Shish Mahal or um, Ashoka or whatever, but like a decent, like, I don't know, lamb rogan josh or something, or like, it's just a uh, packet with chilies as well. And then it's, yeah, Peshwari naan bread is, I think everyone in Glasgow loves Peshwari naan bread. <laughs> but uh, yeah. that's, that's kind of my view on that. Uh, uh, I, I, 
I have uh, two two places that I always go to for my comfort food, uh, and they're both Kurdish places. One's called uh, Shwarma King, and the other one's called Garbage. And they're, that's my that's my favorite after work spot. Uh, and those guys do the best. They do the best salads and the best foods. It's so good. Oh, there's nothing better than finding a place you can go to after a shift, I think, after a long one and pick something up. And just kind of like the shared acknowledgement of what you've just been through. <laughs> where you're like, hey, what's your order? What do you get from these places, Daryl? Oh, I always get the lamb shawarma. And if I go to Tarbush, I always get the tabbouleh because it's really, really good. And what about you, Maria? As long as it's not got peppers, are we fine? <laughs> or do you have something specific that you like to have? Uh, yeah. San Luke's barbecue ribs, always. Love them. So good. I don't know There's if that's like, actually Have you tried, have you tried the yeah. barbecue ribs at Dennis and Barbecue? I've not tried them. you got to go. <laughs> because I love, the, I love barbecue ribs. The ones at San Luke's are just amazing. Huge. Right, amazing. Yeah. I'll go try yeah, that. Yeah, we need to go. We need to go see Deniston Barbecue because they're doing the uh, litter pick in Deniston this weekend. I think oh, right. this weekend. Oh, nice. weekend. Yeah, nice. so we need to go see them. <laughs> well, I think we can end on that note, guys. That's quite happy. I tell you what, you should have a Deniston Super Team. We should go pick some litter, yeah. <laughs> litter up and get pizza, get some ribs, go for a pint. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me and for teaching me a wee bit about Denison. As I say, that's been super interesting. I hope it's been good for the watchers at home. And yeah, we will leave it for now, but I hope everyone's enjoyed watching. Thank you to Emma, our producer. Thank you to our lovely guests. And we will see you again in two weeks' time. But bye for now, everybody. This podcast was brought to you by the Glasgow Times. With a digital subscription, you can access our exclusive, insightful, and trustworthy local news from just £2 for two months. We are also currently offering 20% off an annual rate with the codes Glasgow Times Noon. This offers for new subscribers only and is only available with the promotional code. Subscriptions will renew at the standard rates unless cancelled.